Hello, people. This is Brian Courtney with Short Bus Debate Club. Thank you again for listening. I've got Darren Jolly here with me. Hello, governess. <laughs> Did you say governess or governors? Because a governess is some lady that watches your kids, dude. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you do a shitty accent. Um. <laughs> so today um, we are going to talk about the syntax, and this kind of ties into drug policy. It kind of ties into the state watching our our kids. And, and watching out for us. But really, you know, it talks about the state watching out for themselves. Um, so I, I hate quoting Wikipedia, but they're not far off. So a syntax is an excise tax specifically levied on certain goods deemed harmful to society and individuals such as alcohol, tobacco, drugs, candy, soft drinks, fast foods, coffee, sugar, gambling, and pornography. Um, I think they're missing gas there because most of what we pay for gas is a syntax. Um, but the the syntax is, is horrible. I mean, they, they tax a lot of municipalities, tax soda, at, at high rates. Um, Washington, D.C. is proposing a syntax on soda of 1.5 cents per ounce. So, I mean, if I do the math real quick on that, that means that 48 cents of a 32-ounce Big Gulp is going to be taxed. That's fucking stupid. That's outrageous. I just, I can't believe it. But they, they tax... Those nicotine rags that I was talking about in the previous episode, um, those little nicotine pouches that come in every flavor, they tax the hell out of those. And for the most part, these sin taxes come from the state and federal level, at least on like gas, um, cigarettes. But now these counties and cities are imposing a further tax on said items. Um, which means, like, I know there's a county in, in Colorado here where a pack of cigarettes costs over $14. That's because they they tacked on to the, the federal and, and state tax and decided that they wanted to make some money themselves. I'm not sure, I mean... To me, I think that these are all of the fun things in life. Um, and if we just quit doing them, then what would the state, federal, and now local governments do if we just decided we were not going to commit sin anymore? Um, I mean, what do you think, Darren? I, dude, like when I... The, what I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I even realized that this was like a designation until you started talking to me about it earlier. Like, I, I look at it, a syntax. I mean, what kind of a, that, like the stigmatism that you're like, sort of like, this, this stigma that you're putting on, on, on someone because of what they're, 
You, you whatever you can make arguments about this and that with regards to whether or not it's good for you, whether or not it's healthy for you or not. Um, what the, the level of obnoxiousness of even like putting it in? Boy, it, 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 I mean, it just really goes to show how much that you know that. I mean, you what's the clause? The 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 uh, the, the beginning, the first the, the first amendment. What do they call that? The uh, the Bill of Rights. No, no. Well, the first, the the, the first part of it, the establishment clause, right? And, and obviously, like identifying a syntax is not the same thing as is is creating a, a religion that's tied to your your governmental uh, existence. Well, but, to be clear, I don't think the politicians are calling it a syntax. I think that somebody outside, like some news writer somewhere, called it a syntax. I know I called it a syntax just because. It started off with fuel and cigarettes, and then they started taxing fatty foods um, or taxing them in a different way and not considering them food anymore. So I just called it a syntax, but apparently lots of people have jumped on the bandwagon in the past few years because there are lots of articles where syntax is in the headline. It seems like almost like, and of course, like I guess you'd have to look at from where the the tax, you know, when it gets proposed until it gets implemented, you'd have to see how. But it almost seems like the the suggestion of why they justify doing this in the first place is because these are harmful activities, and they're gonna they have other social costs or something like that further further down the line, you know, like like. Well, like smoking, right? So the syntax and all of that money that they used on that fucking bullshit lawsuit where they sued the cigarette companies, at least here in the state of Colorado, they started the Colorado quit line and this and that. I hate to break it to you. They don't want us to quit. They don't want us to quit smoking. And if we do, I guess that's why they created those fucking stupid nicotine pouches is just in case people do quit smoking, they have something else. They want us to ingest nicotine. They want us to pay those sin taxes because it's worth billions and billions of dollars to them. Sorry. They, they don't have sin taxes on the, the patches, do they? Just kidding. Oh yeah. So like, um, I know that, that one of the counties here in, in Colorado is, going they're looking at the cost benefit analysis and you know what it would do for the county and everything else but they are proposing a tax an additional tax to the state and federal on any thing tobacco product or otherwise that is flavored um, so the, that definitely includes those nicotine patches because, you know, they have citrus and peppermint and mango and oh, berry and I didn't that market apple and all sorts of gross fucking flavors. And again, I would say let your fucking balls drop and smoke a cigarette or just don't do anything. But whatever. Life on the I was looking through some of the references at the end of this on the Wikipedia, and uh, there was a suggestion in 2017 through uh, an Arizona, uh, it, was, it, was on, it was on a site called ArizonaFamily.com, I try to pull it up, it blocks it, so it doesn't, uh, I'm not sure what the deal is with that, but it says, 
Uh, Bill would block porn on new phones and computers unless consumers pay a tax. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a straight up, that's a straight up like revenue stream position. And that might be a straight up fucking religion type thing, too. I, well, no, I guess it can't be both straight up. But I mean, that sounds more religious than money to me on any new phone. And what else? Computer? Computers, yeah. New phones and computers. Fuck them. Regardless of whether it's religious or not, it's fascist. But I mean, it's it, it, it the trajectory of these dispositions is all. I mean, the weed stuff. I mean, that, that was all. And I mean, and because they knew that the people that wanted to smoke weed were pretty much gonna do and give whatever they they could to to move from, which is essentially extortion anyway. But uh, well, back in the nineties. You know, when we were paying a couple bucks for a pack of smokes, and that was when I was still smoking weed. Um, it was a dollar twenty-five at that one on the corner of uh, Littleton Boulevard and uh, what was that? Huh? Broadway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when I was in school, I actually wrote a paper about the benefits of legalizing marijuana and the the tax rate because. At that point, and that was way back in the fucking 90s, um, at, then a pack of cigarettes cost about 25 cents to manufacture. So, you know, you would have been close to that with marijuana. And just having a pack of cigarettes, which is a total of 20, I know that me and my friends wouldn't have had a hard time paying $40 for a pack of joints that, that were as big as cigarettes. So even then they would have made millions and millions of dollars on taxes. And, you know, we fast forward to 2018 or whatever the hell it was. And, uh, we did make millions and millions of dollars in the first quarter, but I don't like the term syntax when I'm talking about something that I want to legalize, but it, that's it is that. I mean, why not legalize all drugs and put a syntax on it? I'd rather syntax drugs than Oreos or soda. I, I know that I just hate I just hate that term. I hate that I hate the religious overtones on it. I, I found this other interesting one where uh, in Cleveland. Uh, they were using their skin te- skin <laughs> syntax on uh, alcohol and uh, tobacco to pay for their uh, stadium. Yeah. Well, what's this Deshaun Watson? You know, I mean, he, I mean, there's it, irony. You know, I mean, that guy is has been accused of. The, that is the current uh, starting. Well, he won't be starting for Cleveland this year because he's suspended. Well, he might end up coming back at some point in time, but he's been accused of he uh, go and do uh, uh, the massages and uh, try to get girls to give him a little, a little rub and tug, rub and tug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it uh, he's been accused of sexual harassment or all these various different things in so many different instances. And uh, instead of, you know, I mean, that's a, that. I mean, I don't love the term sin, but what he's doing is fucking fucked up compared to these other things that we're talking about right here. I don't know if they could call it a fucked up. I mean, it is a fucked up tax, but I don't think they could say we are going to levy a fucked up tax. I, my, 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 
that would be kind of a funny world, though. And I don't think I, I don't think that would be an idiocracy world. You know, that would be a an honest world. Well, it's pretty close to where we are. Well, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Gatorade it helps us to uh to grow our to grow our uh our things for Christ's sake. But uh, I think it's 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 odd that in Cleveland, you know, you have a guy who's going to be the quarterback who does all these things that are super questionable, but you. You levy this thing over people who do regular things on a daily basis, and uh, something that really is truly, you know, sinful or you know, problematic. So at the very least, problematic socially in a in a social context is he gets suspended for six fucking games. Well, so really, I mean, if you think about Western religion, and and I don't want to get too deep into theology, but if you do any of those things with too much enjoyment, then it's considered a sin, dude. Do you know what I mean? So if you're sitting there, and I know that some municipalities have, you know, done the soda tax or or a tax on food because of the health issues that are going to come up with obesity down the road, supposedly. Um, if you enjoy Oreos too much or, or a Coke or whatever, um, you're putting that above God, and you're a sinner. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get that. I get the concept of an enjoyment of relation. That it's, it's you know, because uh, you know I grew up Mormon, right? Since we're just did, out right now. Did we? Re- did you really? I really did. Ah, fuck, I, I didn't you know that. that before. But uh, Mormons, you know, they have to wear the um, the special underwear, and you know why they have to wear the special underwear, right? <laughs> Because <laughs> you're not allowed to enjoy sex. It's a sin to enjoy sex. So, yes, I, I, I get the enjoyment concept. I mean, yeah. That's why I had to not be a Mormon anymore because I couldn't wear the special underwear. I had to enjoy sex. I mean, what the fuck is somebody supposed to do? You know, right? But having said that, taxes in relation to this is just. It's just so obnoxious. It's just, it, again, like a thin veil to where you're, you're justifying. Extracting more value from people that are a lower, you know, generally, because most people that buy sodas are, you go into a 7-Eleven, you know, you do a demographic study of the people that are coming in and buying sodas, it's going to be, you know, 80-90%, they're not going to be, you don't have anybody coming in in a Rolls Royce or a Bentley, you know, buying, buying a soda. Well, and that was an argument that a lot of people have made, is that the sin taxes on food and, and beverages are affecting the poor more than any other group. And, I mean, let's be honest, they fuck the poor more than any other group. And a lot of that is probably because the poor are the largest group. So it's easy to fuck them, right? But it doesn't matter really... Who it's affecting, and I think the problem that I have with it more than anything else is, again, this idea that they're doing it to help us. And, you know, if, if that was the case, then when they made all of this additional money off of taxing cigarettes... Why didn't they do something to stop the sale of cigarettes? Oh, I know why. Because they 
need that fucking revenue stream. <laughs> yeah, it's just a framing thing. They really, yes. I mean, your original point, of course. Like, it is just a framing thing. You know, alcohol, more people die from alcohol-related deaths than marijuana has ever killed anybody. And I'm fairly fucking certain, I can look at the CDC real quick, but I'm fairly certain that uh, alcohol has killed more people than narcotics. And alcohol is legal, narcotics are not. Sort of Malthusian population control space, too. Yeah, so I mean, well, and don't get me wrong, I'm all for calling the herd, but. <laughs> not sure. Not sure how many times you should probably say that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't really mean for you not to say that. You can say call the herd all you want. Thanks for not censoring me. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, how much money do they have to take from us to protect us from ourselves? Well, like you said, it's not its not even about that in the first place. You, you create an argument that people subscribe to that allows them to, you know, it's and what they'll, they'll accept, you know. Uh, if you put, so you said one and a half cents, you know, if you put like a, a seven cent per ounce, you know, to where a person was literally coming in and paying, you know, three bucks more for whatever, you know, then you you just have to do, you have to find that it's, it's just like uh, inflation, you know, I mean, it's odd to think that the, the gas companies push the, the prices up so high in this moment because we couldn't withstand, we just, financially, we cannot withstand $5 a gallon for gas. If you're going to, if you're going to push it up, you have to push it up a level that, uh, that keeps us under the thumb, but allows us to continue to, re, you know, to, 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 to make it to work yeah, and to push that money back in the directions that it's going in. It's no different than, than Minnesota at that point in time. No, but that's why they backed it back down because they backed it down, but not lower not low enough to where it was actually where it was, but they backed it back down so that now it's an acceptable rate. So we, they overshoot because they're, because they can get away with it for a certain amount of time. Right. But that's the thing is that, so I'm, I'm asking when the dam breaks, Mm -hmm. when do people actually realize they're not protecting us and they're just taxing us. Because they want to, what, build a new administration building? They want to give a raise. They want to get a new city manager, a new county sheriff. They need new guns and a new fucking SWAT division. You know, I mean, what what is it? Where does the dam break where people say, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not paying for you to protect me. I don't need your protection. I'm an adult. Or... Fuck you. I don't need your protection. I'm 16. I can buy a fucking Mountain Dew if I want. Do you know what I mean? Pisses me off. I'm pissed. And I'm looking here at this fucking mortality in the United States 2020 on the CDC website. I've got to pull the table up. But um, I know accidents are usually in the top 10. 
but you will be glad to know that the life expectancy is 77 years old, which is too long, which is why we need to call the herd. It's going down for the first time in, in, in history, you know, right now, for the last couple of years. You know, I know you love, while you're looking for that, you, 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 you love the sort of teleology of the moment of, like, everybody coming together and saying, I'm done, I'm through, it's finished. I know it's not going to happen. Well, I'm not even trying to say it like that. I like I just I, I think we we see like one of, one of the themes that we sort of are dealing with throughout the various shows is that these these various different patterns that divert you know resources away from from people that might want to imagine a different world so that they don't have the capability of doing that. I mean, it happens through so many different you know. Syntax, you know, uh, militarized police, you know, making political act, act activity very complicated and difficult. I mean, it's it's just like syntax is just one of eight million different blockers that make it. Yeah, I mean, you are absolutely correct, and and I know that I keep saying, "What's it going to take?" You know, "What's going to happen?" Whatever. I, it's just I get. So frustrated because, again, you know, we talked about the Constitution and the Bill of Rights to some degree during this episode. There was supposed to be taxation without representation. And I don't know. That's right. Yeah. So, where along the line did that end where they could just say, fuck it? this tax on this pack of smokes because we're trying to protect you is $2. That That's the federal government saying that. And then the state government says, you know what? We're going to protect you too. So the tax is another $2. And then the county says, we're going to protect you too. So I've got the county protecting me, the state and the federal government. I feel so fucking safe. Oh God, it's just, like a warm embrace. <laughs> of, of course. So we have the infinite we have the infinite regress problem from the federal to the state to the local, and then all of these other different strategic strategical strategical positions. You know, all of these other different strategic positions that just make it. Uh, and I'm glad you have a, you feel the warm embrace. You know. I'm, yeah, I do. And so that's the county. If the city jumps in too and decides to assess a tax, then the warm embrace is easier. Oh, it's greater. I am I am one of the luckiest fucking people ever because of all of these organizations protecting me. Well, I'm hoping they can pick up on the sarcasm. Usually, I can deliver sarcasm verbally, but for some reason, via text, nobody picks up on it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I would love to hear from any of you regarding this text and, and what you think. Um, and, and I'm not ending the show. I just would encourage you to call or, or tweet or whatever and tell me what you think. Um you know, maybe you're a doctor and 
you agree with the tax because whatever local government you live in has tapped you on the shoulder and said, let's start a program for obese kids or, you know, let's help out these people that have COPD or, or whatever the case is, or maybe you live in one of these places and just eating ends up costing you an extra thousand dollars a year because you want to buy what they consider sin. Um, so call the number or hit us on Twitter and I'll, I'll find the number here. 720-334. Roll. Roll, bitches. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> um, I, I am really curious. I know I sound like an asshole and, and for the most part I am, but it's not just to be an asshole. Well, it's not like, look, we all know that people die from lung cancer when they smoke cigarettes, right? We all, I, I'm the, the nicotine thing. I, I do have a big problem with, like, I, I don't understand. And maybe I just need to look, I mean, I get the idea that it's addictive, but there are certain things that talk about how, uh, the consumption of nicotine actually stimulates certain brain activities. So that I, I know it's a crazy thing that I'm saying right now, but there are moments when nicotine is actually good good for the mind, right? Uh, and that is not a controversial statement. That is actually something that's, uh, that, that can be backed up. We understand that when people overdrink, that they, you know, they get cirrhosis of the liver. They, we understand that when people, you know, overeat, that there are, uh, you know, heart disease, you know, various different things that, 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 that come out of that. And, you know, maybe for my, I, you know, I, I'm not going to, because I know Brian just like the paternalism, like drives him nuts all the time. I, it would be easier for me to accept the bullshit arguments of something like a syntax if these institutions were, were uh, functioning in a more transparent way, in a way that demonstrated that uh, they were actually trying to do something to help positive outcomes in relation to these things. But there's nothing right now, you know, uh, there, 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 there are, you know, we're, we're going to go research this, you know. We got this, this, this new great, like, like you said, if, if it's a doctor that is, that is working with somebody who's, you know, they're having lung problems and maybe there is a really good uh, program that they've, they've been a part of, like maybe you would help to assuage some of our, uh, you know, cynicism, but when it keeps like when this, when it, when it becomes a pattern and it keeps like being utilized as a way to draw more out and we don't see an outcome that's actually benefiting, like that's showing like a good, uh, a good return on what it is that, because I mean, if, if you live in this world, like if you're taking the tax, that's an investment that you're supposed to be putting into helping to deal with the problem that you're taxing on at that point. And, you know, if like in, in capitalism, you know, when you're, when you have investors, investors expect, you know, profits, you know, this is us, us asking for a certain outcome with regards to a tax position is really uh, in practice, no different than than an expectation that a, that a, that a, an investor should be able to have in relation to their their investments. So, help help me help me understand. Well, and you you just mentioned transparency, and I I think that there's an issue with transparency. To uh, well, there's a large problem with it, but most counties and cities, states, you can actually pull their budgets 
um, and, and look at them and see where money went. The, the problem that I have when you continually ask for more money, regardless of whether it's a sin tax or, you know, it's a tax on your house, it's a, a mill levy, um, whether it's sales tax or whatever, if you keep asking for money, learn how to spend it. Um, you know, one of the reasons I have such a hard time with budgets is because, and I'm not going to talk too much about this, but I, I want this to, to be perfectly clear. Don't ask me for more money when you don't know how to manage the money that you have. For instance, you have a group, whatever the group is. It's the people that remove snow in the winter, or it's the ones that lay asphalt in the summer. It's the one that mows the, the parks. Um, you give them money. If they are good with their money and don't spend it all, then the following year you give them less. So all of these groups within the state or county organization fight to spend all of their money by the end of the fiscal or calendar year, whatever you're on, so that next year you don't take money away and that following year you give them more. That's fucking problematic. That is the stupidest system I have ever heard of. So basically you are getting more money from me to give more money to them, even though they could have managed their budget and not spent as much. Right. So don't ask me for more money, syntax or otherwise, if you don't know how to manage what you've already got. Um, and I, I could go into budgeting and, and talk about that shit a whole lot more. I'm, I'm not going to. Um, but I just, you know, again, there, there's too much of this where they're justifying it for our protection and there's no protection to be had. It, 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 I mean, I, I, you, now you, you, I gotta go off on the, the tangent of relation just a little bit too, only because fiscal year concepts in relation to budgets when you're talking about things like this. Because I mean, ultimately, if you're yes, tax systems, you know, money coming in, you know, what's the process? How, how does it go through? How does it get doled out? Who does it go to? Uh, accountability, blah 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 blah. When you create a system where you cannot uh, allow for an institution to have a surplus and to hold on to that surplus, because you can't, I mean, from one year to the next, there are more ways to measure time than an, than an anim. You know, you, you, you cannot just think in terms of the context of a fiscal year. Like this, this is, this is obnoxious. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. I remember... When, when I was going to Metro and we did all of our uh, um, Beyond Chicanismo stuff, it, it, it's exactly what you said. You know, we, we would we would have, so there'd be like, Metro would have a certain amount of funding 
that they would uh, have available to them to bring speakers in every year. And uh, I remember it was 2000-ish or something like that. And uh, the guy that ran uh, Metro Student Activities, because we would bring in people so much when we were doing the Beyond Chicanismo stuff, he's like... Uh, we got we got like a like thirty thousand dollars extra that we need to and if we don't use it then we're not you know exactly what, what Brian said we're not going to get it next year so we have to we have to run out you know, so it was kind of a cool thing it put me in a position of, he he said we're we're all sitting there since I have any ideas and I said oh yeah I have a I have a professor friend who uh, used to make time with uh, David Barsamian and and. Uh, He's good friends with Noam Chomsky. Maybe maybe we can work this out, right? So it was cool. We brought Noam Chomsky to school. But the logic that drove that was we have to use this or we're not going to have it next year. And yeah. this is just like why, why can't we – I mean, and I know part of that. Part of that is rooted in this assumption that if you leave money in an account, then you think somebody's going to steal it. Like – at some point, we, we have to find a way back to where we start having a more honest... Uh, something that's fucking logical. Well, and, 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 and the, 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 a system that trusts itself. Like, like and, and of course, like me saying this is ironic as shit, because we, we are the most cynical people that you're ever going to meet. Everything we're talking about is in, in relation to syntax. Syntax is about skepticism with regards to the way this money is being uh, rhetorically being framed and then brought in and used for. Uh, but having said that, we, we accept that these things on some level, like if you're going to have a system, you have things like tax, you have government, you have, you know, but you need to have a government that is transparent, a government that allows uh, to where we, we, we're all so cynical right now. And that's the, the whole system is bred on cynicism. I mean, if you think about that from a Kantian perspective, in terms of like the way that he talks about universalizing, uh, you know, ethical positions, like if your assumption is that everybody is going to try to steal, that system's not reproducible. We have to find our way back to where we don't think about things in terms of this super cynical space well and it's it's really bad it's not just you know when i say these things i'm not and i i don't want to you know say that your story wasn't valuable but generally speaking i'm not talking about just thirty thousand dollars because that was just thirty thousand dollars at this one school with this one little group right so being in sales you know there are certain government organizations that are on a fiscal year and I fucking loved it at the end of June or, or just June in general, because my phone would light up and these organizations would say, well, I don't really care what you got. Just sell it to me because I got to get get it out by the, the end of this month. Um, but just with budgets, you know, and, and we're talking about millions and millions of dollars um, the, as a whole. But there was a school district, and I was selling IT, which nowadays in, includes phone systems in a lot of cases. And I was talking to this school, and then they said, you know, I don't know if you've read the paper, but we're in this budget crisis, and we're thinking about laying off 
all of these teachers and the the special ed group is going to go away and all of this shit is going to happen. So I don't think we're going to be able to do anything. I said, okay. So I knew that these guys were having financial difficulties and about to lay off teachers and everything else. Two weeks later, there was an ad in the paper that they went with Cisco and spent $6 million on a new phone system. So that's another problem with budgets. It's not just transparency and spend what it is that you've got or you don't get it next time. It's that this organization was going to lay a bunch of fucking people off, but they still had money for a $6 million phone system. If you've got $6 million for phones, pay your fucking teachers, stupid, and, <laughs> and, and help the special ed group or, or whatever the you case is. Or whatever it is that you're downplaying the importance of because it's the money that's coming to you is not allotted to the specific area you're allowed to Right. Because you don't have the ability to control your budgets. When the money comes to you from certain areas inside of state federal, mm-hmm. when it comes to you, it might be... Only for building restoration or, you know, it's, you know right. And back when we were in high school, they didn't have money for new books, but they had new money for this big fucking fancy entrance, you know, that was just the the facade um, of, of the school. So, again, learn to budget your money and realize that if you give the maintenance guys $60 and you give the teachers $60 and the maintenance guys don't use their 60. You can take it and give it to the teachers without any punitive attacks on either group. Next year, you can still give them 60 and 60. But that's what I'm saying yeah. is that from a financial perspective, it's doable. Yeah, no, we, we, we have, but again, this is where uh, like this cynicism, you know, you have this, paternalistic position on top that's saying institutions you, you we're going to give you this x amount of dollars for that y amount of dollars for that z amount of dollars for that and you're not allowed to and look i get i get why people are cynical but you know if you start by being present you know society you know citizens which i'm not even sure we even have in this country anymore you know you got you have to be present if you're going to be present is not just being voting, there. yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be interested. You gotta be talking about it. You gotta be thinking about it. You gotta be struggling with the system itself. You gotta be fighting with it. So well, and paying attention to whatever's going on. If you're gonna have your face in your fucking phone all day to where you almost run off the road, or you can't walk around a grocery store without running into somebody, look at something besides TikTok every once in a while. Um, you know, like I said, you can pull a budget. So pull a budget and, and look at the numbers and see what you've got. And then you'll kind of understand more why they're trying to tax us for sin and, you know, where the money might be going. Because it, it's not full transparency, but it is to some degree. That's pretty much all I have to say. <laughs> well, and I... have I've got the TikTok thing. I think I've done three videos now to, you know, um, help market this this podcast. Uh, I know that there are millions and millions of people on it and millions and millions of people watching it. But 
that's a just the new opiate for the masses. Um, and that's another topic altogether. But, um, yeah, syntax is just fucked up and wrong. And uh, that's pretty much all I've got to say. I know I, we're cutting it way short this time if we end it right now. Um, but I don't know if I've got anything else to say about syntax without diving into budgets really deep, and that would be a fucking yawn fest. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, but no matter what. All right. Fuck it. Let's wrap it up then. I'm Brian Courtney. Thanks for joining us on Short Bus Debate Club. I'm Darren Jolly. We will see you soon. 7, 12, 3, 3, 4. Roll. Later. Bye.